0: Hey there, podcast listeners, and welcome to another episode of the LilyPad Podcast. I know it's Friday, and I know that ordinarily I release an episode, uh, you know, with an interview. But um, you know, so much has been going on that I, I didn't have anybody scheduled for this week, and plus, I've been promising you guys sort of a life update, and that might require a little more time than what I have for just a, a solo Saturday segment. So, uh, let's talk. What has been going on in my life since the last time I did a solo, any kind of solo episode? My wife and I were both approved as foster parents, and we now are fostering uh, a nine, I'm sorry, a 11-month-old now, 11-month-old baby girl, a two-year-old little boy, and a nine-year-old girl. Uh, And this is in addition to, you know, two of my younger daughters who are also 9 and 11 and then I have a 17-year-old daughter and then my oldest daughter is essentially out of the house now she's 21 and engaged to get married and about to graduate college so um to say that that our our house that we remodeled remember and that was the whole purpose of remodeling it is it's full now it's <laughs> it feels like a full home um there's never a dull moment it's uh often keeping us on our toes as parents and and help you know requiring us to challenging us is actually a better word I don't like saying requiring but challenging us to step up as parents and to express parental love and care in the way that uh, my wife and I uh, are good at um, especially her believe me she has more patience than I <laughs> than I have I'm the one that uh, when things get a little crazy I tend to get overwhelmed and a little bit irritable and, you know, I, but if I don't step up, if I don't, you know, start to become mindful of those sorts of feelings when they happen and step into my role as, as a father, um, I know that that things will just, they'll not go well. So we are, have been, uh, banding together pretty well as a team and it's not perfect. You know, there there have been moments. There have been some drama, some chaos. I will say to all, all of you listeners that foster care is—it's a beautiful thing. It absolutely has transformed our life. It has transformed our marriage. Um, It's—I know that it has transformed us as as people, and especially as parents. It's incredible how you can so deeply love a child that may not biologically be yours, but that becomes a part of your family anyway and you care for them and you love them. Um, but I'll also say that foster care is not for everyone. It has absolutely just taxed us. Uh, there have been days that at the end of the day, we're just exhausted. We're spent, you know, and we're kind of both a little clearly on edge. Um, you know, not to any kind of extreme or any concerning sort of way, but, you know, if, if we were not already prepared for this kind of thing, then I, I have no doubt that it would be even more overwhelming and, and possibly not uh, have a good impact on our lives from on our marriage. But this was something that we both wanted, and this is something that we both expected. We knew, we absolutely knew that it wouldn't be easy because we fostered before um, you know, and so we've been to all the meetings that you have to go to. We've opened our home to all the people who have to come by and make sure everything is safe. You know, we we work every day to keep our house as uh, as clean as possible. When you have <laughs> five five kids, you know, running amuck in your house. I say running amuck, but it's really not that bad. But you know what I'm saying. Kids kids can be messy. Kids make messes. Um, but doing our best to set boundaries and rules and expectations, uh, and to, you know, keep them on a schedule, a schedule that allows for some freedom of play, but also is structured enough that they know what is expected of them. And then when they don't meet those expectations and they don't follow the rules, they also know what the consequences are. So it's been a really beautiful thing. And it's only been just a little over a month. Um, And I don't know exactly. We don't know what the future holds yet. We don't know if this is going to be a long-term thing. Um, When we applied to foster, it, it's just like we did with our other two uh, younger children. We applied with the possibility of adoption if the kids don't return home. Ultimately, the goal is to reunite them with their parents, with their biological parents. But sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, if you're a listener who's ever worked in foster care or ever been a foster parent, then you know that a lot of times they do get to go back home. The parents do uh, get things together because they care about their children and they want to be with them again. But sometimes that doesn't happen. And then several things can occur. You know, they can continue to be in a foster home but possibly be looking for adoption somewhere. Not all foster parents want to adopt. They just like to foster uh, until the children go home or until they're placed elsewhere. My wife and I have decided that why would we want, if a kid has become comfortable in our home and familiar with us, and we've become comfortable with them and started to care about them and love them, and they've started to care about us and love us, and they don't get to go back to their biological parents, how could we say, yeah, well, you can't stay here? (laughs) You know, we just don't have that in us to do that. Um, so if they're not able to return home, then yes, we would, we would adopt them. Um, and and that, yeah, that means growing our home more. That means having days of overwhelm. But you know what? Even if you parent one child, you know, you're going to have those days. You're going to have days when your kid drives you nuts. You're going to have days when you drive them nuts. You know, they're going to say things they regret, and you're going to say things you regret. You know, they're going to have moments where they're not at their best behavior, and you're going to have moments you're not at your best behavior. But as long as that's not something that becomes toxic and consistent and happens all the time, you know, as long as there are healthy boundaries and things are occurring like apologizing for bad behavior and, you know, feeling remorse. And understanding where things went wrong, and then talking about it and discussing it, and growing together as a family, and trying not to make the same mistakes again. And even when you do, still being loving and forgiving and understanding enough to lift each other up up in those moments, and to not accept, you know, the 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 negatives, and the and the, not to accept staying at the bitter or the angry or the resentful, but rather being hopeful, being caring, being willing to apologize and admit when you were wrong. All of these are things that even as a foster parent, I mean, I'm sure that some of you do that with your own children, but with foster children, it's the same. You know, I mean, there could be so much going on in that child's life at the biological home, and there could be so much going on in their mind and in their heart as a result of whatever they came from that you have to be forgiving you have to be loving you have to be understanding when things don't go well so that's been what's consumed most of my time is you know obviously I'm working still I'm still a teacher that that hasn't changed but I come home from teaching and I drive I go pick kids up from daycare and then I bring kids home you know and and we play with them. We spend time with them. We let them spend time outside. Uh, we they have chores that they're responsible for. We do homework. We straighten up the house. We clean up after ourselves. You know, we make dinner. We we have dinner together as a family. And even if we we're ordering food or eating out, we're all together. You know, my house is small, so there, there, there's none of that like, all right, take your food up to your room and lock yourself in there and, and, and scroll on your phone. No, we we got a small little area, both the kitchen and a little TV room that actually used to be a dining room and I guess is still sort of a dining room just without a dining table <laughs> where the kids, that's where they eat. You know, and then my wife and I are right there nearby, you know, either just in the next room or in the kitchen or, or the TV room with them. So we eat together as a family. We spend time together as a family. Um, This past weekend, we went to visit my in-laws, all of us, packed into my wife's SUV, (laughs) driving uh, to the hour drive to visit my in-laws and spend some time with them. So I am not regretting devoting so much of my time to my wife and to our children. Um, But... It has also been great to have the opportunity to reach out to people that I'm interested in having guests on this podcast. I think of this podcast as just sort of a labor of love. I'm not getting paid. You know, you notice I don't, I don't have any of the, uh, I'm using anchor and anchor is, you know, you can have sponsors through anchor, you know, anchor will recommend sponsors and then you have ad spots that you do. Um, and one of the reasons i haven't done that is because if i have someone that i want to to speak for if i if i want to you know have a little advertising spot i'd like to know that company well and i'd like to to support and agree with what they do that's why you hear the ad spots for mountain care network because first of all i i know <laughs> crystal and chris the two people who founded it but also I believe in what they're doing and I support what they're doing. Um, so, and yes, they offered a small sponsorship for my podcast and that money went directly to things that I'm doing. Uh, it didn't get spent on, you know, material possessions or anything like that. Um, and I'm happy, I'm happy to talk about what they do. Um, but, that goes to say that if any of you own a small business and you want to help out my, you want to help me out with my podcast, even if you don't have any way to financially sponsor me, just message me. You know, I'm probably friends with you on Facebook, or you can always go to my Instagram, which is at the Lilypad podcast and just send me a message. Uh, let me know a little bit about your business. Let me know a little bit about what you do, what you represent. Um, what your broader goal is as an organization? I mean, if it's to make money, then uh, maybe maybe we aren't the best you know partners. <laughs> but if you have a bigger objective, if you have a mission and a vision uh, that you think meshes well with the the vision that I have of this podcast, which is to focus on people who are making a difference in the world in some way, then you know send me a message. Let me know. Um, and maybe even without any kind of financial sponsorship, I would be happy to just talk about your business on my podcast. Um, you know, maybe during one of my my solo Saturday segments or Monday motivation. Um, but if you would like to support the podcast in any kind of financial way, uh, you know, let me know that as well. I do have a Venmo that I'd be happy to send you. And then we can look at a uh, an advertising spot for you in one of the Friday episodes that I do. Uh, you know, when I have a guest on. Um, and what that does is that gives your business exposure. You know, it, it gives your your organization um, exposure to people who are listening to my podcast. It's not a lot. I'm going to be honest. You know, I don't have thousands of listeners, but I have enough people that are, you know, like-minded and would probably be willing to support a business like yours. So, you know, that's something else I'm putting out there as well to sort of just help help you, the people, my listeners who are making a difference in the world either through their business or through their talents. You deserve to be more well-known. You deserve to, to be heard and to be seen and to be supported and encouraged. Um, and I want to be able to use this podcast to do that. So if you, know, if you fit that description, send me a message. Definitely send me a message. But I... <laughs> Something really cool happened recently that I, I'm I'm gonna be deliberately vague about it, but it excites me because it lets me know that I have reached out to some people who believe in what I'm doing and support what I'm doing and are hopefully able to make the connections to get some surprising guests on this podcast. I mean, when, I, when, when this information hit me, I just thought, holy cow, that would be an honor, first of all, to have that opportunity to speak with that person. And second of all, I feel like it would be a great way for me to talk to this person and you, the listener, to learn about them in a different way in the frame of what this podcast represents. You know, for example, uh, let's assume the person is famous. And, and I mean pretty daggone famous. I'm not going to say like, like, like president famous, but pretty daggone famous. You know, if I told you who the person was, most of you would be like, holy cow, I, I know exactly who that is. And it would be easy to talk about the person and focus on what they're known for and focus on what everybody knows them for and to just continue to talk about that and talk about that and talk about that. But because my podcast is more about how the person is using their unique talents to make a difference in the world, I would be able to have this conversation in a whole different frame. And yeah, we would, we would talk about what the person is known for, absolutely, because that's, you know, That's kind of the cool part about the fact that they would be a guest on the podcast. But the fact that I can more spin it towards what they do outside of that, I mean, their fame makes it very much more possible. But I honestly feel like if this person wasn't famous for what they do, they would still be doing this work, the the work that they do that makes a difference in the world. And I have felt that way about a lot of my guests. You know, it's like you would do this even if you didn't have the talent or the skill that makes it even more meaningful. Your your heart would lead you towards that kind of way of making a difference in the world, which is what's incredible about our talents and our skills. You know, you ever realize that? It's like, I feel like I want to make a difference in this way which is cool because I can also do this thing. You know, for example, me having speaking skills. People say, you know, you're very articulate when you speak. I've been told that for years. I almost started working in radio. When I was in college, I actually did a sort of, sort of an internship with V100 um, and was told that I had the possibility of getting a job as a DJ. And so I made them a tape and unfortunately it was rejected, but at least that opportunity was there. So now what, I'm do- what am I doing? I'm teaching, you know, and that, of course, requires coherent and articulate speaking skills and the ability to stand in front of a group of, you know, teenagers. <laughs> if you think that public speaking, you know, is nerve-wracking, stand in front of a group of 25 to 30 teenagers. Or, or, or and I've, I've done this, a full assembly of them. <laughs> That'll get you. I mean, that'll really test your your whether or not you are terrified of public speaking. And I'm not terrified, but I'll be honest, I get nervous. But I'm able to do it. And so now what am I doing? Well, I have a heart to talking to people about incredible things that I see going on in the world and, and, and people that I see making a difference in the world. And I can do that because I have the ability to speak clearly. And I have the courage to articulate what I see and how I feel and what I'm thinking. I'm not working in radio, but I have a podcast, which is kind of like, kind of like the new radio, right? I mean, think about it. Most people stream their music, but they also but they listen to podcasts, you know? And it was kind of like when I was young, listening to radio and listening to the DJs, be like, Man, that'd be a pretty cool job. And then I listen to podcasters, and I'm like, that'd be a pretty cool thing to do. And now I'm doing it. So this person that I was talking about. I honestly feel that even if they weren't famous and known for what they're known for, they would still be doing this work that makes a difference in the world. And that that's what draws me to the guests that I have on this podcast. You know, you're not just this, this thing, whatever it is, your career is, whatever it is, your, your job, whatever you went to, you know, as if you're an entrepreneur and you started a business, you're not just an entrepreneur to quote my, my, my friend, Brandon Alexander, that's one of my favorite episodes that I've done. You are this and more, you are this and more. And that's how I feel about this person that I am crossing my fingers, saying a bunch of prayers, gets to be a guest on my podcast. If that happens, wow. But the most incredible thing is that I'll have the opportunity to talk to them about so much more than what they're known for. And I, I would be honored, absolutely honored to do that. So that's sort of what I have on my mind right now. You know, what what is next for this podcast? I have some ambitious goals in terms of who I want to reach out to and who I I want to try to get in contact with and invite as a guest on this podcast. I got a person coming up next week, and he's not famous to to most of you, but he is absolutely probably. Okay, I always say probably because I feel guilty when I say this, so I'll say one of, but definitely in the top five. Um, My favorite people. That I connect with on Instagram, um, I'm always blown away by his posts. I'm always blown away by how he articulates just emotion and the challenges of life and the blessings of life and how he has the difficult conversations, the heartbreaking conversations, um, you know, on Instagram posts. I mean, I read them and I'm like, tearing up over an Instagram post. You know, and 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 we we complain about social media. It definitely has its pitfalls and its negatives, but this person has created a sacred presence for me on Instagram. I look forward to their posts and I'm always blessed by them. And I'm going to be talking to him next week. I'm not going to tell you his name. You'll just have to wait and find out. Um, you know, you've, Some of you have never heard of them, And some of you, if you follow me on social media, you've seen me share his posts. So that's what's coming up next week. And the running, well, let me talk about something else that happened. Uh, one of our little ones got RSV about, about three weeks ago and actually ended up having to be placed in the hospital for five days. Uh, and I stayed there. With him. It was the two year old little boy. I stayed there with him, um, you know, and just to make sure he was okay and make sure he was safe. I'm not going to leave him there, you know, (laughs) it's ridiculous. Uh, But I had to take several days off of work, five days off of work, and stay there with him. Um, And then right within a day or two after that, I got it. Um, I got sick and it hit me pretty daggone hard. Um, It, uh, you know, ended up mostly being sinus congestion chest congestion and then a really bad um, sinus migraine that just knocked me straight out for several days Uh, and then our baby got it the now 11 month old baby she got it and my wife got it and she's still sort of hanging on to the tail end of that so that was the other thing that sort of like knocked our schedule out of whack there's no way that i was going to go running and go working out i did one saturday uh, do my Saturday morning trail run with my buddy Rick and within an hour or so of us being done, regretted it. Like I could feel it in my chest and in my head. Um, and then the next day I was feeling even worse. Um, so I didn't really run much during those times. I tried walking, but not running, but I'm back at it again. I'm back at trying at least two or three days a week, either hitting the roads or hitting the trails. Uh, I finished a run this morning uh, on a route that I've never done before, and got some pretty good elevation. Um, you know, up on the hills of South Charleston. <laughs> if you're from, if you're a listener who's from the same kind of area I am, you know what I mean by the hills of South Charleston. Uh, there are a lot of uh, back roads that take you up, 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 um, and it got some good elevation with that. Got about three and a half miles in. Um, so I'm still me. I'm still here. I'm still being, as best I can, a loving husband and father, uh, a dedicated teacher, a loyal friend, uh, staying in touch with some of my buddies that I know are also in that sort of phase of life where things are crazy and they don't really have time for uh, you know, leisure and, and working out and, and the things that they would like to be doing. Um, but this is to say to all my listeners, if, if you're in a season of life, that feels like a great challenge and you're thinking, when will this ever end? When will I ever get out of this? First of all, I would encourage you to take a breath, pause, and then ask yourself, how am I being blessed during this season? How am I being blessed by this season? Because sometimes the challenges of life, and I'm not trying to downplay how terrible things can be, you know, if, if you're really struggling, I'm not trying to say, ah, it's no big deal. It's not what I'm saying. But even the dark seasons of our lives contain blessings. And I'm sorry, but as you've heard from conversations I've had with Philip Shepard, with Rick Alexander, they both said very similar things. None of us get out of this life alive, <laughs> you know, and definitely none of us get out of this life unscathed. I mean, we all will come out with scars. We'll come out with wounds. We'll come out with heartache and heartbreak. It's, it's inevitable. It's life. So we can either curse those moments or we can see them as what they are. And that is opportunities, opportunities for growth, opportunities for transformation. I mean, do you think that the caterpillar is comfortable inside that cocoon some of you are like yeah he's sleeping uh yeah okay he's hanging from a tree you know what i mean it's a caterpillar so maybe he doesn't even have any any sense of thought but you know the metaphor is still there it's growth requires pain it requires struggle it requires discomfort and challenge I love what Philip Shepard said, you know, that that's what creates a pearl, you know, that's what creates a pearl, struggle. So if you're in a season of life that seems like you're stuck in a rut or things are just not going great, it's going downhill, it's everything's falling apart, just try to take a moment to pause, breathe. And look at how you're being blessed. I I would bet there's light within the darkness somewhere. It's there. It's there. You just have to look for it. Well, I appreciate you all, and thanks for listening. Let me just kind of ramble on this week. Uh, I know I don't have a guest, but I'll have one for you next week, and he is going to be just phenomenal. (laughs) I'm just... I know that I say that that I'm excited about this conversation. I'm excited about this interview. I'm excited about all of them. They've all been just fantastic. And I know some have been shorter and some have been longer. uh, But, man, what I have gained from these conversations, I've been blessed. I've been blessed and I've been honored by the people that I've had the chance to talk to. And And I want it to continue to be that way. That's why I do this. I'm not making money. I'm not getting famous. I'm not going viral. I mean, that would be great, but that's not my goal. So, all right. I appreciate you all, and I'm, I'm glad you're sticking with me. And I look forward to this podcast just continuing and some potential, really, really exciting things happening in the future. Love you all. Get out there and, and use your talents and your skills to make a difference in the world. And I'll. Talk to you again later.